Hello and welcome back to the For Foot Sake podcast. I'm your host, Mr. Bristow, and today we are joined by three returning guests. And uh, we know we're the first one here, Slater Racy. Slater, welcome back to the For Foot Sake podcast. How are you doing? I'm good. It's a delight to be here. It's been so long. It's been a long time. Been trying to get you on for a while now. Finally got you here. But say, how have you been finding the game recently? Would you say you're enjoying it currently or not? Uh, I think when the game is has good connection, it's a, it's a still a decent little video game. But when your connection is not smooth, it is a, uh, a nightmare. So it depends on my game-by-game game basis. But I'm enjoying the grind of the game, yes. Yeah, that's the thing. I, I know, obviously, everyone has those games that are just horrific. Um, and obviously the other side of the game too, obviously the menu stuff as well. Do you think the menu stuff this year is better than previous years or about the same? I know you, I know you're a big menu grinder yourself, but how are you finding that kind of grind? I'm loving it. I mean, I think that I like the OG league SVCs cause I've just, I fall in love with that method, but I think it's so grindable for everybody this year and it's so easy to maneuver. And if you want to build packs, I mean, it seems, it just takes such a very short period of time to really build, you know, 10, 15, 20 packs. So for me, it's a, I think it's a, a big dub for the community, the way they've run the menus this year. Yeah, I'll say now going back to previous years where we got like the player and stuff like that. Did you were you around that with that for those years where you could get a player with the league disease? Yeah, I think I've even said on here that uh, La Liga Suarez was the best midfielder I've ever used in FIFA. Yeah, yeah, Jack, don't look at me that way. <laughs> I'm telling, got that boy to a center mid. He was a demon, but yeah, I was there for I was I've been here since the jump of the SPC launch. Um, so I miss the old stuff, but I like what's happening right now too. Yeah, I definitely think obviously the, the repeatableness of these uh, are a big dub as well. But I think wouldn't mind having a, uh, a few extra players here and there, here and there. Maybe even a player pick at the end of a league of the So you could, if you wanted to repeat it, say five times, you get each player. Um, but I don't think that's ever going to happen, unfortunately. And uh, we're going to go to the back page boys here, Robbie and Jack. Go to you first, Robbie. Robbie, how have you found the game recently? I know we've not spoken too long ago, uh, but how has your previous experience been in the past couple of weeks? I've been enjoying it. I think uh, the, the silver promo got a lot of slack, and we're going to talk about it a bit later on in the podcast, but I'm a big fan of the silvers, always have been, going back to the FIFA 12 days of El Shirali, Makamea, all the boys. I think it's just it's something different. People want fun in the game, and then when they bring something fun out, people are the first to complain about it. I think just enjoy your week off, try hard in trying to get all the meta players, just have fun with the silvers that are out. I think, I think it's good. And then I opened an icon pack the other day and got Essien as well. So that kept me ticking over. I was happy with that. That's not too bad. Have you used Essien as well? I, I'm, I'm looking at him. I was going to him the other day. Is he a good card or not? I'm really liking him. Yeah, Prime Essien. His moments is out as well. And it's, it's not as good as last year's moments, I don't think, because I did the SBC for him last year and he was really good, but he's not quite that level moments this year. I think he's got a couple less pace which is, well, it's everything to me. Um, but yeah, I've been really enjoying his, his prime. I've played like uh, 11 games of him, I think, so far. And as a, a CDM, he's quality, can't fault him. You know, I think S is one of those cards that always gets overlooked. I think purely because his nation doesn't give you a, uh, a strong link to anyone. Um, that I'm trying to think top of my head here, there probably is a few that are decent. Maybe uh, a Frank Ankapong from the Chinese League. Um, yeah. But not too many Ghanaian players there. And Jack, welcome back. And Jack, how have you found the game recently in the uh, past couple of weeks? It's just been the same. I think the same, really. The the patches, I feel like I, they mean nothing to me now. I play the game regardless, um, and I've I've learned just to just to keep calm and carry on. Really, um, I got David Beckham out of an icon pack. Robbie then got Essien, so that kind of me and Robbie we've got a bit of a friendly rival. I say friendly rivalry. It's actually brutally, you know, <laughs> nasty. Really, um, that when you know he gets something good and I get something bad, I'm just I'm upset. Robbie abuses me and, you know, I'll move on with my day. But yeah, FIFA, I think, is in a good 
place content wise at the minute um you didn't sound a couple so of... sure with that yeah i don't know i'm just trying <laughs> to convince myself i think really um there's some things i think it can get better but i think as a whole this year is is it's in the right direction i'm gonna say yeah i think regardless of what ea do i think there'll always gonna be people in the community who oh, kind yeah. of hate everything they do and they can never do any right uh obviously going off the last promo but we're gonna get into that shortly um, it's something new and I think if it isn't fully kind of like full on meta players every single player I think people start complaining then I think it's so close to team of the year as well people always have team of the year in the back of their mind and think that well these cards are nowhere near the team of the year level but that's kind of the weird thing is that team of the year those cards should be the best of the best and then kind of bring us back down to earth the kind of the promise following that but it's been strange I think the Silver Stars one could have been placed better um but also get your guys' takes on that now and here. But obviously, the first topic today, we're going to go over Silver Stars. We'll go over Foot Birthday as well, release of Icon Moments. And I've got some questions coming in as well. But also, with the Silver Stars later, I'm going to go to you first for this one. What do you make of Silver Stars? Do you like the addition of it this year? Um, and I think you would have changed with the Premier yourself personally. Yeah, I, mean, I think it's kind of something you touched on a little bit. If it had been released earlier in the year, it would be really cool because I think you'd have these cards that people would use for months and months and months and would like develop into club legends for a lot of people. Um, is it, it's cool to have a silver Paul Pogba, De Bruyne to bring a well back. It was weird that they really focused on what seemed like Prem and or English and then Bundesliga or German. They really kind of siloed the the players to two different type of nations and or leagues. But I mean, I you know, for a week of no promo, which by the way is not a bad thing. It's okay to have a, a, a week or 10 days without a promo. I actually think it's okay. For that to come through is is not horrible content. It's just something that keeps people interested and engaged. And then I think it was a great time if you were able to lock in and grind the game, especially with the SBCs that they dropped, uh, which I think we'll maybe touch on even more, was a great time to get ahead and prep yourself for this promo that is the foot birthday promo. So for me, I thought it was a, a, a decent little, you know, break in the game and then kind of revamped right back up with Foot Birthday. Did you get every single Silver Star player done? Was there any that you missed out on? No, I didn't do every single Silver Star. I did, um, I missed out on a lot of them, to be honest. I really don't <laughs> like to grind uh, the game that much. Uh, but uh, besides <laughs> that, I've, I've actually enjoyed using some of the cards. I think uh, Joe Ellington's super fun to use. Um, what's uh, what? There's one more attacker that I have. I can't remember. I've used them for like 10 games and I stopped playing with them. But they were good. They were fun. Must have been really but, memorable. Yeah, but I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I, I liked it more for the 71 to 74 thing. I probably opened 300 plus of those. Uh, yeah, I, I did want to get into those as well. Obviously, the 71 to 74 upgrade. When it came out, yeah. I think people would be like, uh, what's what's the point of this? But, I mean, I've not been a League of grinder ever. This past week, I've, I've started it. I saved up about, I think I did about probably 150 to 200 of those. And, I mean, if you got if you got them done, they were so good for League of as well. Yeah. Um, and obviously kind of stocking your club up with uh, some good silver players too as well. Um, but yeah, they were a nice little addition, even though they might not have seemed great at first. They did help out quite a lot. And also, Robbie, I know you touched on the silver stars yourself a little bit. Did you kind of, do you think the promo could have been a lot better? What would you have changed with it as well? Uh, like you touched on earlier, I think if it came out before Christmas, before Team of the Year, I think it would have got a lot better feedback. But for people like me that enjoy it, I think, there wasn't really anything wrong with it. There was plenty of players to grind. I've still not unlocked all of them. There's still some I've not got. I've not got Podolsky yet. Um, another one as well. I can't remember who else. Um, it's the, the centre-back Cooper because he requires crosses and I simply yeah, can't that was a, to that was a tough one, that try one. and get crosses. Um, but yeah, I, th I think what would I change? 
I'd say maybe bringing out more cult players. I know we touched on it before the podcast, but I want to see an El Shirawi so bad. You know, players that people have used that have been silver previously, maybe like, you know, Timo and Dybala, um, players like that. Just bringing out players that sort of bring memories back for people that have played the game a while. But I know they, they want to keep it new for new players coming in. Like, then no one's going to remember an El Shirawi, really. If you've, you've just come into the game, you're not really going to know too much about like his FIFA 12 card, but maybe just little nods for, like that for. For oldies like us. Other than that, I think oldies. They... Okay, that's depressing. <laughs> I have just, that's just made me think, Robbie, that it is ten years ago that we used. It is El Shirawi's silver card. Yeah, that's oh, crazy. So I'm gonna have an um... existential crisis while doing the podcast. No bother. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Robbie, did you do the additional the um, the silver stars, the game mode, and friendlies with the additional pack? So, what do you th- what do you think of that as well? Oh, I loved it. I absolutely loved it. Yeah, it's just something else to play in the week. I did it all. I got it all done on the last day. Pretty simple. I mean, most people did gold and gold, to be honest, as well. So it's not hard. Six games. The only thing that bothered me is that it was six games a day. Like, if you miss a day, so if you're busy, you, you're going to struggle. I'd rather they just do it, say, hey, you've got 42 games, rather than having it locked by a time. So if you, you're only free on the weekend, you're not going to be able to do it. That's the stuff I don't like. But they want that. It's for like the login retention or whatever. Like they've got, they'll have like analytics of how many people are logging in on this day to play this game mode. So I understand it from a like a customer point of view for, for EA, but for the user, if you, you haven't got time to play six games every night in the week on top of your rivals, you qualify. So like it's kind of shit. But yeah, I, I enjoyed it. I did it. Didn't get any players from the packs that I got from it, but still, still, still a good laugh. Yeah, so I think it's their attempt to try and bring back the kind of daily knockout tournament style kind of feel to yeah. the game. And I think, obviously, for a long time, people want that back. Maybe it wasn't done as best as it could be, but I still like the addition was there. Obviously, another way to grind packs if you wanted to. Um, I know it was a very sweaty game mode, and my only qualm with that really was that everyone seemed to have exactly the same team because of the amount of good silver players. It's just like a small kind of database of them. Um, but yeah, I think that, that addition there was good. And Jack, for you, I know we kind of, pretty much touched on everything yeah. from Silver Promo so far, but how did you find it? Um, and anything you kind of would have changed that's not been mentioned so far? Um, yeah, I think it was fun. Um, it, things don't have to be anything beyond that, really. You don't always have to be grinding. You don't have to do something crazy. I think Slater put it perfectly that all the players linked together, and I think that kind of ruined the essence of Silvers. You know, you're meant to use these creative teams and, and link, the, you know, you're meant to have a bit of a shit player you know, that gets somebody on chemistry. I remember I remember, I, I used a Chinese non-rare left-back last year to link to put somebody on chemistry. Um, just And it was fine. So I wish they'd brought out more players from different na- nations, different leagues, just to kind of like promote people being a bit more creative rather than about 12 million Prem players, what it felt like. I was actually away when the promo started. And I must say, uh, it, it did seem like not many people really cared about it, which is a shame because um, it makes you wonder whether it'll make EA do it again. But I think it was a nice break. It gave you a good objective to grind as well for packs. I agree with what Rob said because I missed so many days of the promo. I there's no chance of me getting to anything worthwhile, so I just I didn't bother. Um, so yeah, if it would be nice to give me at least the option of smashing out all the games like a absolute sweat. <laughs> Yeah, that's one thing too. I didn't really think about myself purely because I was uh, I wasn't working at the time, so I had plenty of time to get them done. But I know for the uh, for for the non person who uh, who has a job right now, um, <laughs> it isn't easy. But yeah, it was a weird one. The also weird thing no one's mentioned as well is that there wasn't a single special goalkeeper 
released and yeah. there isn't a special German goal or not there basically needs to be a German goalkeeper or a French um, because those are the only two really nations they, they've like, released with their, with the centre back but the lack of a goalkeeper was one thing that kind of annoys me a little bit now because I've got a, a full Silver Stars team with a, uh, a silver common goalkeeper um, All the, doesn't, um, doesn't quite look too good sorry to butt in another thing that I think they, they really missed out on was that they gave out all these packs granted you could say that I would have liked something in packs um, it doesn't have to be anything crazy, but make it feel worthwhile opening packs. I hate, I hate having to save packs. It really annoys me. So just some <laughs> sort of promo team, like just put 74, I don't know, put 74s in gold, like, I don't know, special silver yeah. men in thought, gold packs. So like when the, uh, the 71, 74 got leaked, I thought they would put promo players, Something like, in, silver yeah. players yeah. in packs. Yeah. But that's one thing I would have changed. Yeah. It would have been cool to have a silver, yeah. a silver team. Yeah, and you kind of had to try and pack those cards because, like, if you look at a lot of silver informs, they actually have value in the game. Like, yeah, if you yeah. pack a tradable silver inform, so there would be like an actual commodity in terms of like market resale value too. Um, and they definitely miss out on the nation thing. I mean, there's so many people I know that run like Japanese teams. They have yeah. like um, a Nigerian squad, or like there's so many different teams and nations that people could have thrown into. If you just thrown these people like random players, they would have done them and used yeah. them and had a lot more fun. I, I think they missed big on the the almost basically two nation and or league concept mm. I think is really lame. It's very non-silver friendly. Um, yeah, it was a big miss. I think also I think next, bit... yeah, next year's promo, I'm going to go off Jack's uh, special Silverman as well. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <for the> promo. <laughs> but yeah, old people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yeah, it was, it was tough. I mean, it was, it was a good one. I think if you ask people who complained about it, would they rather a, that silver promo or nothing? I think they're going to go with that silver promo probably. Um, and I think the fact there was the fact there was nothing in packs was kind of good for EA because they know that they say, "Hey, these are the packs. You probably should save them, but they know what people are like, and they'll <laughs> go ahead and open them anyway." So for EA, it's win-win for them. Really, they kind of they look like they're being nice and like, "Hey, come on, save some packs for the next promo," but they know that everyone just cannot do it anyway, even if they got good willpower. I mean, you saw 83s flew. They absolutely flew in price. Like, they were about 30, yeah. they were about three times as much as they were now. Like, yeah. I'm looking at Cyprian, for example. He now, today, would cost 11K, which is a great price. But back then, it was about 30 odd K, wasn't he? So, yeah. the, um, I think they might have been a little bit expensive for what they are, really, especially if they don't do anything else, which would be a bit tight. Um, I think if they'd all been 82 teams, that would have been a bit more, uh, a bit fairer, maybe. You know, this needs to be more game modes too for the to use these guys. You know, obviously, now they had yeah. the the additional friendly mode with it, but now obviously going back to last year, there's what one weekend league where you could use the silver players. I know they've brought in the the weekend league plus with the silver players too, which I don't know if any of you guys have tried that yet. Is absolutely horrible. I recommend <laughs> doing it in playoffs and not the actual weekend league itself, unless you have got kind of games in hand later on down the line. But I try. I think I went four and five with my silver players in the in the playoffs and come the end I was kind of sweating a little bit that I wasn't going to qualify um, but yeah I think I played I played one, actually played one guy who was doing it too so I know a lot of people have been doing it not playing a single silver team um, but there is some people out there doing it if you do come across them but I don't yeah, want to I've move not played a, a, sorry I've not played a single silver team yet this weekend I no, think me, the issue no, with it is that quals are weakening no yeah I think the issue is that there's a red Mbappe but it's for last week's team of the week that the, the bonus picks are for which is Ridiculous. I thought it was for this week as well. When I first saw it, yeah. I was like, tell you what, EA have given us a Dembele and an Mbappe. They've given us a great team of the week to get a Rebix from. It's going to be great. 
<laughs> and I checked it, and someone was like, hey, by the way, it's, uh, it's last week's team of the week. And I'm like, okay, well, who's in the last week's team of the week? We've got Lewandowski and Harry Kane. Literally cool. fodder. That's it. Yeah. And you, the likelihood of you getting them is is so slim anyway. Um, but yeah, it's, it's a strange one there, the Weekend League Plus. Even with Red Picks as well this year, we've kind of spoken about it a lot on the podcast beforehand. Red Picks just aren't in a position to be kind of a, a good motivation to want to want to get absolutely smashed every single game with the silver team. Um but obviously, with the, uh, this week's promo, the Foot Birthday promo, I feel like Foot Birthday, at least for me anyway, is one of the best promos of the year, usually. Um, obviously, we've, uh, we're kind of half, well, not halfway through, but a bit the way through it so far already. It's, it's quite a bit early this year as well. I think it was meant to be, it's usually around late March. I don't know why they brought it forward, um, other than the fact that there might be a few promos after they want to get them before Tots, which is crazy to say that Tots is literally two months away now, um, or just under two months. But I want to get you guys taking foot birthday so far. Jack, I want to go to you first on this one, though. What if you made a foot birthday so far? How do you usually find foot birthday every year? Is it one of your, one of your favorites? And uh, any kind of players that stand out for you so far in the promo? I love foot birthday. I think everyone loves it because it brings in so many new meta players. Obviously, having the five-star upgrade on either the week for all the skill moves, it just makes them usable. Uh, obviously, the, the huge pace increases and shooting increases and what have uh, what have you also help but for me um it's a strong start spc's been pretty rubbish i think bar one in particular man um which is disappointing because i think we all look forward to that 6 p.m spc drop and um, we're not going to talk about any leaks but from what we've seen it's not gonna it's not probably not going to get better unless they are being <laughs> fed a lie once again um it's a huge team like Ronaldo was a, a big surprise, which was really nice. It makes me want to open packs. It makes me want to rip some FIFA points, which is always, to me, I'm not going to, but it's always a good sign <laughs> if I want to. Man. I might. Um, for me, um, it's a great team. Obviously, the mini release has just come out um, about an hour ago. Odegaard looks amazing. I literally, I text Robbie, I was like, wow, look at Odegaard. And Robbie just goes, I need him immediately. So... <laughs> I'm excited to uh, I'm excited to see where the next team is like as well because I'm hoping that we get some uh, some fan favourites hopefully. Yeah, that's the main thing with football. Birthday. Usually, it's the kind of fan favourites, and I feel like since last year they kind of gravitate towards more the the five star skills and weak foot, and I feel yeah. like they've kind of found that like uh, good spot now that it feels that every single year will now be the uh, the five star weak foot or skill moves, which I don't think is I, I'm I'm trying to think about it. There isn't really much else they can do. Obviously, they could do like a a shapeshifter-esque promo. Um, but I feel like we've kind of had that over the, over the year as well with like rule breaks and things like that. We'll do, also with um, things like Winter Wildcards too, there's a few players that were kind of off positions as well. Um, but yeah, Foot Birthday is usually one that is uh, kind of, yeah, fan favourites and such. But so far, I would agree with that. It's been a bit underwhelming apart from the, the actual team itself. And Robbie, for you, have you made a Foot Birthday so far? How, how do you think it's been going? Uh, yeah, I like it. Like you say, there's... A very big disparity in this, like a few of the promos as well. Like there's some absolutely top tier, like your Ronaldo's, your Suarez, that are like a million coins plus. And then you've got like Kamada and Torreira, like 20k. It's they obviously want to do it, but so when you you're ripping packs, there's a chance to pack one and you'll get excited to packing one, but more than likely it'll be Kamada. Like when you do and you do like the pro show probabilities, it'll say like nine percent, but it's like most of that is packing one that's less than twenty K. Yeah. Um, so it's just, I think it's probably to make people like buy more packs, just putting these bad ones in. 
Um, but other than that, I don't like the SBCs that they've brought out so far. Um, I think Fredericks is too overpriced. He's what 150k, like, and he's not. I think he's three star, five star. Like, it just doesn't mean anything. Give him five star skill, and we're talking a little bit. Um, like, I'd rather use moments Carl Walker for like half the price. Um, yeah, and then and Dombele, I know we spoke a little bit before the podcast. Slater would die on the hill of defending Ndombele, Apparently, I don't <laughs> okay. like him. <laughs> okay, yeah, I'll uh, talk about him when it's my turn. How about that? <laughs> uh, I'll get my shots in now. He's he's too slow. Uh, he can't really defend. Um, he's just eighty-one stamina on a centre mid in March is not it. Like he's three hundred and fifty k. That is ridiculous. Absolutely, that is extortionately priced. I will say Mkhitaryan, though, looks fantastic value. If you're going to do one of the SBCs, Mkhitaryan is, is that guy. If you've got icons to link him, without question, Mkhitaryan is, is, is the one. Five-star, five-star, looks fantastic. I, I like him a lot. Yeah, the SBC players, I feel like going back to last year, the SBC players are what kind of carried the promo. Obviously, had like the likes of Vidal, Renato Sanchez, uh, Marco Royce, which is one of my favourites from last year. There's a lot of good SBCs last year. So far, I mean, obviously the first one, we, we had a question here from Vince and John too, your opinions on the Mkhitaryan and Fredericks um, SBCs. Obviously, Fredericks, again, Jack's mentioned him, it's just a bit of a weird card, really. Why is that one. card not great? Why? What's wrong with Fredericks? It's just boring, it's, man. I think there's better Why? cards in the game already. Just, who cares? He's, 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 just a, he's a right back. I don't even... What do you want? Why, what's going to be sexy about it's a right back? Kyle Walker. You know what? He's the same the price. He's the same price as Kyle Walker. You know what made me angry though? Yes. Walker's eighty k. Kyle Walker's on mention that uh, I looked yesterday it was one hundred and twenty k. No, he's eighty. No, he gone down because of Fredericks. Then, but Fred, that's such an easy. You have to think about it. Like in my opinion, like an eighty four and eighty five squad are. I don't care necessarily what the price is indicative of in the in footman. It's very easy to get those teams. Like I can, I can get an eighty four eighty five squad tonight. If I if I sat on my account for two hours, I can get an eighty four eighty five squad tonight through league SBCs <laughs> like that. I swear. You can it's do that card. If you put a sentinel on him, he's your right back. If you need a prem right back for for like months, why is that a bad card? I've got Dest already. Like, who's yeah. better than him? You may not need him just because you don't need him doesn't mean that he's bad. I don't like, care. That's not, that's if not I don't need like, him, he is bad. That's so also, insane. The, um, he's pacey as hell. You put a sentinel yeah, on him, he's got true. five star weak foot, and he's got great dribbling. You're telling me he's not a to, great right back? To me, though, the thing is, it's celebrating his FIFA 15 career. It was a 57 rated bronze, for God's sake. Yeah. Who cares who about why man? they gave him the card? You who care about the, you care about the origin story of the card? You I care about even... the nostalgia of the card? Why is it like, you know, like a film with the Batman? I, I don't want his origin story. I don't want it. He was an average. He's, he's an average footballer. He is a nobody. I am more of a person than Ryan Fredericks, and yeah, he's got a foot birthday card. I am furious. In fact, so you need a big name. One. It's all about the name of the card. It's just people. a nobody. Like at least, like give it. I don't know. Give it somebody else. Give it someone that's deserving. Let me look at right backs that are more deserving of it. Um, give it Ricardo Pereira. Why not? Sure, that'd be cool, but that didn't or happen. Kufal. <laughs> Kufal's a bigger player. Give it yeah. Luke Ayling. At least he, you know, had a mention in a KS KSI video once. Yeah. I think my oh, issue is just Ooh, Dallow, give him five-star skills. Like, who's bothered about a five-star week for on a right back? Yeah, that's what you cool. want in a right back. I'd rather five star week than five star really? skills on a right back. Nah, bro, let me let me scoop turn in the defense. Risto is crying into his. So <laughs> uh, I, I'm, so not, I'm not even speaking rather, here. Risto, you'd rather have five star skills than five star week on a defender. 
Yeah, because of the skill. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> you want you want to be able to skill. I don't, I don't care if my Kazooie over here doing rainbow. I don't I don't, I don't care if my fullback has got five star weak foot and then can then do a five star basically a good finish in the box. You want to be able to beat players with them. It's that's the cool thing about five star skills. I don't. I actually am worried that no one on this call has had to play the game of feet. <laughs> Five star skills <laughs> is more valuable. Would five star skills be more valuable than five star on a defender? You can rainbow yeah, flick someone. In fact, good. I think it's actually probably way worse because you're probably not that good at the game. Then you try and <laughs> then you're trying to do a, a la croquette up scoop turn rainbow in your defense and you turn the ball over. You know what you need to do? You need to pass it with the defender. Pass the ball. Get it out of their feet. This is insane. I think you guys have all lost your minds. <laughs> I think you you're just jealous that you can't bull roll scoop the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> so you're now trying to big up the five star week for here, but we're getting off a bit top, off topic a little bit here. I know Slate is raring to give his opinion on Mkhitaryan. Um He's kind of mentioned Fredericks, even though Fredericks is. Uh, and <laughs> <laughs> we won't go into that. Um, but I know Vince wants you to speak on Mkhitaryan. I know Vince is uh, is probably trying to get the the top comment on this podcast about <laughs> Mkhitaryan. Um and obviously end on belly too. We haven't touched on the prime mark on SBC as well. I know Slate will. We'll definitely do a prime icon as we see or two. Um, but it's like a thought... not repeatable. It's it's only one time. Only though. one as well. Okay. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's like thoughts on the uh, Mkhitaryan and on Bele, um and uh, the price of the prime icon too. Uh, Mkhitaryan, very very good value SPC. Um, I think it's one of those things where if you've used his like summer heat and stuff in the past, I think he might even had a card last year too. Like at the end of the FIFA, like if the player typically plays good in previous FIFAs, they will typically play good in in the game doesn't change so dramatically that he wouldn't be good again. And he is, he's just as good as he's been in the past. You know, the problem is obviously the links he's Armenian, which is, uh, you know, I'm Armenian, which is great, but it's irrelevant for FIFA. It's basically might as well not have a nation. <laughs> let's be honest. And then, and then he's in the Serie A. So you have to basically silo him in with Serie A players or icons. Uh, but in terms of the actual card and his playability in game, which I've been using him, he is absolutely fantastic. I bet you he could play, Cam striker, um, or even like a right or left mid if you needed him to, honestly, depending on where you play in the game. Um, he's just fit. he's just smooth. He's a clinical finisher, just as a great value SBC. And I actually don't mind any of the SBCs have been released. I know a lot of the guys here are very, very pissed off about them, but um, I can <laughs> see why someone would complete every single one of them um, at the end of the day. And then in terms of the prime icon value is so good. I mean, look at the comparative value of the mid icon player pick and then look at the prime icon, you know, Icon SPCs are always a gamble, but you take the gamble every single time. And when the highest team, I think, is an 86, if I remember correctly, maybe I'm wrong. It might be an eight. If it's an 86, that is so easy to craft. It, it, the difference, the comparative difference between getting an 87 overall team and an 86 overall team is so difficult through pack grinding. So when you have an 86 is the highest value of any SPC, to me, it makes it much more reasonable of a card. Yeah, no, it's probably, I mean, what was it? An, 80, an 86 rated team, 285s. An 84 red tier, I think, for as far as icons go, icon packs go, really, really good value. I know we kind of mentioned beforehand that icon SPCs, I'm not a huge fan of them purely because I always get uh, no one good, but I'll probably end up doing this one because it is good value anyway. And um, Slate, well, I didn't know you didn't, didn't hear you touch on end on belly too much. Um, can you can you break <laughs> down that card? Can you can you tell us why you think that card is good in your opinion? I think the card will play really well in game is what I'm saying. I'm not saying that I agree. I, you know, when I did the review today. I thought he was expensive. I think he's like really expensive, but he is at the end of the day, a Ligue French player, which whether you like it or not is as valuable as anything in the game. Maybe the most valuable combination of links in FIFA right now is a Ligue French player and his dribbling, his lowest dribbling stats in 94. 
And I know that he is not pacey, but in my opinion, I've used a lot of players that have high pace, but low agility and balance. And they don't feel as quick where a player that typically has high agility and balance, maybe feels smoother on the ball in that first touch or that first movement. And so for him, I think it's like a cam or as a center mid could be a great card um, for, for a while in the game. So I, I, and I, once again, he's another card where his highest segment is an 86. And I think an 86 team is really easy to get in this game. Uh, you know, I look, when I look at like Griezmann, for example, people thought Griezmann was too expensive, but his highest team was an 86 and an 86 is so easy to craft it, Like I don't look at it as a flipping price. I look at it as like how, how simplistic is it to get this team done and anything that's under an 87, I think is very, very easy to grind. So yeah. to me, he seems doable. Uh, you know, I can understand why someone would do him. I'm not telling you, I'm not doing the card. All right. Everyone's attacking me, <laughs> but I'm telling you that I can see why someone would do the SBC. That's what I'm saying. Okay. I'm, I'm glad you backtracked a bit from before the podcast when you were. Uh, I didn't backtrack. <laughs> it's a bad card. It's a bad, bad card. It's Don't not a bad game. card. Just because you need everyone to have 98 pace to be playing your team <laughs> doesn't mean that the card's bad. Okay. <laughs> If you My think about goodness. doing him, just like, I don't know, just don't. So have, a, have a sleep on it. Wake up in the morning, see how you feel yeah. again. Um, but yeah, I mean, you could either literally do either do the Prime Michael SBC or End on Belly. They're about the same price, um, which then makes them seem a bit more kind of okay value because if you get a bad icon, you won't use them. At least End on Belly you can, mm. can get some use out of him. But that's still not but me could saying. Look at, okay, look at Odegaard yeah. is what, 700, 800K, right? Odegaard is, I think he's around a milli when he dropped, but he's only been out for, I mean, we've been recording this podcast literally like an hour or so. Do after. you think that he'll net around 300k, 400k? I think Odegaard I think is five seven, to five star. I think maybe 650, I think would be a fair yeah, He looks insane. He looks really good. He's a, a harder to link card, in my opinion, right? Not be, I mean, Prem's valuable, yeah. but, he's, but he's, he's, what is he, Norwegian? Yeah. Yeah. Right? Okay. And is he, he has worse dribbling stats than Ndombele, but higher pace. And well, you know my Ollie Gunnar Solskjaer is buzzing. I can't and wait to get him in. <laughs> I, I could see, I could see why you would want to do Ndombele for if you're saying half the price of Martin Odegaard. Man, is he is he not name? is he not half the player that Odegaard is? Well, one's half. a cam and one's a centre mid. Were you playing? I would Odegaard? use that at cam. I guess I'd use Odegaard at cam. And I would. You could use Tongue and Dumbley at cam. Why not a chance. Oh! No shot is anyone why? using Dumbley at cam. Why? I don't know. Man. I would be surprised. He's got so many line sprint speed. Cam. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Put a hunter on the card. No! Put a hunter on Odegaard. <laughs> Why could you not put a hunter on Ndombele? Why is don't that worry, insane? I've, I've got my moments, Troy Dini. He's just waiting for a hunter. Then he'll be good. <laughs> right. We're gonna we're gonna move along here because I feel like we could be in a, a little like a, a loophole here of going around and round and round and round about Ndombele. Um, if you want to do Ndombele, go ahead and do him. Let us know how he is. Um, and if he isn't good. Don't say we didn't warn you. Um, right, last bit of foot birthday. Uh, I want to basically go through each gu- each person here. What else do you want to see from the rest of the promo? Uh, Robbie, go to you first. What do you, what do you want to see with the rest of foot birthday promo? Some better SBCs. Um, mm. Some more well-priced SBCs. Uh, <laughs> a party bag, that could be fun. Like a guaranteed foot birthday player, foot birthday future stars. Um We'll have a recent promo we had. Maybe like Road to the Final. That could be good. Yeah. That'd be expensive, but it'd be good. Um, and again, I was put, again, why they put awful players in, in there because they, they probably will release a party bag. Do you know if they're being tokens? No doubt they'll release a party bag, put a token in there so that everyone completes it. Um, I think that's what they did at Foot Birthday. Um, and then Team 2, I just want to see 
another like marquee one, like a Ronaldo. If there's, you know, if there is like a Messi or someone Messi, like that, yeah. that would really be good. Um, but yeah, it's just, you know, some more big boys, some more players that aren't used that often, like a Mkhitaryan that is now like one of the be most meta cards in the game, just to, it mixes people's teams up. Like people could use that Mkhitaryan, that Tammy Abraham up front, which could be pretty nice. That, that Tammy as well, I've not touched him, but he looks very, very good, I think. I've not done him yet, but he could be funny. Six foot five, five star skill. I'm, uh, I'm excited to get him done. And then, yeah, just, just more stuff along those lines. I think you need a, a mix of the, the meta players that everyone knows and then make some hidden gems absolutely insane as well. Yeah, no, the addition of Mkhitaryan definitely has kind of got me thinking that I might want to kind of run a, uh, a hybrid Serie A team. And that's what you need, really. Again, you obviously got a player who... I'm not going to speak bad about Armenia. That Slater said that doesn't matter what country it is. Um, not sh not too sure Vince would be too happy about that. Um, but yeah, it's one of those things that makes you makes you think about your team. Not kind of a Arsenal this and another SPC. Jack, for you, uh, what else do you want to see for the rest of the football to promo? Why well, Rob says more SPCs. I, what I really want is like a big SPC to grind towards. Um, for me, I really like, you know, a, give me a big icon um, that we could grind towards that kind of that is a fair price um, and is the right time for the game. Like, I think that Zidane one wasn't a terrible one, um, to be honest. I think maybe a little, probably a bit overpriced, really. But that type of level of player that's going to go into everyone's team, um, but you do have to put up a great cost for it. Because, like, right now, I've got a... I've got a Lukaku and then I've got a few other like 84s uh, that dupes just chilling, waiting for something. And I, I, I'm, I'm probably will do Mickey, I think, to be honest with you, or the prime icon, but I feel like I'm doing them just to get rid of them, uh, just to get rid of the dupes. I don't particularly want the prime icon, perhaps. I mean, I definitely do. I mean, I'm down bad right now. I've done about 15 <laughs> or something. I've had all, all terrible ones. Um but I, I want something to grind towards. I want a big SBC that's out for a month or something. Um, that's a big, big, big player. Yeah, that's one thing we don't had too much of this year. Obviously, going back to uh, Varane was another one. Obviously, non-icon yeah. um, as well. But I'm trying to think, like, apart from Varane, what was the most expensive non-icon SBC we've had that isn't a player of the month card as well? Um, I think Varane, that is the, the perfect example of the type of card that I'm after, really. Uh, something was, like uh, that. Play him up for an hour, though. It was very early. Yeah, that's what I mean. No, apart from yeah. play, apart from play of the month, there hasn't been a oh, okay. a, yeah. a one like that. I mean, obviously going back to previous years, we had the I think around team of the year we had last year was uh was a Frank Ribery last year and Dabala too. Dabala yeah. is a bit cheaper. Yeah. I know. Year before that, I'm pretty sure we had Eden Hazard and Leroy Sane too. Um, but yeah, I think at least for me anyway, we're kind of lacking that kind of big premium SPC that is a non-icon player anyway. And so yeah. for you, what do you want to see in the rest of the football the promo? Uh, I mean, I, I really like that they did the tokens again. I thought that that would only happen in winter wildcard and we wouldn't see it for a while and they've kept it in the game. And it's, I think we've kind of now become normal to it, but it's such an, a beautiful addition to the game that you can use these tokens and get these really cool packs that, or players that um, can, can totally change your perspective of a, of a foot birthday or a promo. Uh, so I'm a huge fan of that. The SBCs, I mean, I think we're going to probably see a really big player foot birthday is a big promo and i'm sure that they're just kind of easing us into the grind of the game uh but i'm sure there will be a massive big big promo card i always think that like i wish that some of the packs were really good um you know one thing i really loved was i i want to say it wasn't it wasn't winter wild card so i don't remember what promo was but there was a time where every single token sbc required basically like silver and bronze rares 
and it became an incredible way for people that maybe aren't like traders to use their clubs to really manufacture coins. I would love if they created a couple more SPCs this week with tokens that had basically you needed bronze rares and silver rares and people could start dumping those cards and making some coins on them. But I, so far I've enjoyed it. I, I really have enjoyed the promo. I really love the token aspect of the game. Um, I think the players are cool. Like I said, one player we haven't touched on Robbie did lightly, but like Terrera is a really phenomenal card. I love him. He's 20 K. I mean, there's some good value cards. I've heard Abraham is fantastic by people that use him. So at least there's some cards. If you don't have a lot of coins, I know people always want to look at the best players for every promo. If you don't have a lot of coins, you have a team and there's some people that come into my stream and tell me like, Hey, what can I change? I have 70 K. It's like, well, nothing. Well, you have some players here that maybe you can throw into your squad that could upgrade your squad. So for me, I'm okay with the team so far. I wish there was a Dabala. I was lied to by everybody. Yeah. I'm talking to you if you're listening to this podcast, but I would love to see him. That's if I had one choice, if I had to pick one thing, I want to promo Dabala. I do. I want something to die in this game to try and get. I, I wouldn't mind that either, you know. It's ho- hopefully, he's quick enough. You haven't got a slap a hunter on him, maybe, you know, to boost that pace up at all. <laughs> I'm not a, you know, I'm not an anti chem style, you know, guy like you. You know, I'm not one of those psychos that thinks chem styles don't work. Don't, Would don't. you rather him be five star skill or weak foot slayer? I like five star weak foot, 100%. I don't skill. Why would I, why do I care about a five star skiller? And I, and I would beat all of you on this call. <laughs> Every one of you. Come get these hands. Come get the smoke. Skills come, are overrated. Come get these little small hands. Uh, right. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to move on to the next segment here. We're going to go over the release of Icon Moments. Icon Moments, at least for me, I actually look forward to this drop because every single year they kind of change the actual Icon Moments card for each icon for the most part. They have a, usually a new dynamic image sometimes. I know they've used a lot of ones this year from last year. Um, they always try and pick like a different moment each year and some cards can get a big up and uh, a big upgrade, big downgrade. Um, and also we've got, we've got some new icons this year as well. Uh, Robbie, I want to go to you first on this one. Thoughts on the release of icon moments and is there any cards that you want kind of that stand up to you that you want to try and get in your team at some point? I like it a lot. I think I wish they released them all at once. I'm not really sure why they don't. Um, I think I'll probably release the rest. Have they released half of them? Or like a third yeah, of them? I don't know. Half of them. Half of them. They'll probably do the rest like when the second batch of swaps is out, I'm guessing. Um, but I just wish they did it all at once. Um, it's a thing as well, like they release it and then hype it up, but like the odds of packing one is ridiculously low. Like people that save their packs for icon moments is stupid. I don't think I've ever packed one. Um, in terms of ones I like, Bastion Schweinsteiger as a right mid with 87 pace looks insane. Like if you Getting him as a centre mid in game, he could be absolutely nutty. He's got only three star skill, which and a slater doesn't mind, but um I think the rest like his card looks fantastic. He's coming at like 1.6 mil, and I think he'll only drop as well as the, the game goes on. Like they've only been out 24 hours, and like you say, not many people pack him. Um other ones like look of I think Nedved for only a mil looks pretty good. He's a cam as well, five star weak foot, looks fantastic. Um some other ones, I think Raul. I know Jack Jack really likes yes. his prime, but moments Raul looks really good. A, a 90 pace and 94 shooting is a pretty lethal combo. And I like it when they up the skills and weak foot or skills or weak foot of the, the moments cards. It just gives them a, a little bit something extra. Uh, I know Puskas is obviously he's, he's nine mil, but he's got five star skill, four star weak foot, which makes him a lot more um, a lot more viable, really. 
not viable because obviously it's normal's <laughs> insane, but a lot more. Uh, it's just a crazy you know, card, you know isn't it? Yeah. yeah. The nods I think forward. this year more than any, like all the moments, bar like a few, look usable. Yeah. Like there's not there's not any that you'd get in a moments pack and be like like in Zaggy, fair enough, is not great. Um, but like genuinely, some icons that you wouldn't really look at before look good. Like John Barnes looks amazing, four star, four star. It's really nice. Vintage as well looks sick. Like 84 pace, 95 defend, 94 physical looks great. And I, I really like that. And it's kind of tempting me to uh, to open the primal moments pack in, in swaps. Yeah, I've uh, I've had to rethink a little bit as well because I'm just not sure swaps. I think every week my like, opinion on it changes. But yeah, some of these moments cards, again, they've done pretty well, I think, with the boost this year, especially, I will say, on the centre-backs. I feel like they've made a big effort to make sure the centre-backs pace this year has been a big enough kind of boost to coincide with the other boosts they've given the centre-backs pace. And obviously, I know, going back to the start of the game, I think we saw the likes of like a Pepe and Vertonghen were, were given massive pace boosts on their, on their, um, on their pace. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> and they've kind of done it with the centre-backs this year too. I mean, icons, I know, whether it be the, the base, mid and prime, are kind of always the same no matter what. But with these moments, it gives them the chance to give them a big pace. Because obviously, Vidic with the 84 pace is crazy. I know, I'm pretty sure Brady's not been... Um, release yet but i know brazy's got a big pace boost so slate maybe using him um instead of uh having slapping two shots really what it, what is there a leak on his face you know you don't know what it is but there's a big pace oh boost. so uh brazy leaks are right are they <laughs> I mean, well, that's a different story now. I think I'm pretty sure Brazy's got. I can't remember what his pace was last year, but I'm pretty sure I saw a uh, somewhat usable Brazy with pace. But um, oh yeah, so some of these have been they've been given good boosts, and I think for me, well, I want to try and get into it a little bit. But I think this year as well, icons have become wouldn't say unusable, but a lot of promo cards are better than icon cards, and we're only kind of not. I know we're not halfway through, halfway through the game now. But when it was about halfway through, halfway through the game, there's a lot of kind of like cheap cards. Like I said, Jonathan David was better than a lot of icons and he was like 30, 40K. So I kind of want to get, I'm Jack, I'll go to you next up with this one. Do you think icons are good enough anymore? And obviously going back to moments, anyone to stand up for you that uh, Robbie may not have mentioned? Um, for me, one of the moments that Robbie missed was Sadoff. Sadoff was really, really good. Uh, he's a left mid as well, which makes it more interesting. Apart from that, no, I think spots on Haggy as well. Five star week, uh, five star skills. Sorry, um, it was really fun. I just wish we, they did some more of those boosts. So, like Rob said, like Inzaghi or Loudrop or something like they are dross cards. Well, they're not dross. That's harsh, but um, give them something a bit more. Um, so you know they actually are somewhat usable. Uh, or the that's the I hate that word usable in a way because they are <laughs> usable. It's just that there's so many better players than them um, that you, you wouldn't particularly go to them. For me, um, icons are not good enough. I think there's just a, there's a huge disparity. If you look at when icons were introduced in, what, FIFA 17 maybe before, and then obviously it was Hero uh, Legends before Legends. that. Um, they've never really changed in terms of stats hugely, whereas you look at the kind of power creep from, say, FIFA 17 promos to promos today, they are worlds apart, absolutely worlds apart. Like, you look at... Even, you know, for example, a player that I've just picked up, Suarez, he is a million coins on Xbox, or just under a million coins on Xbox. And his stats are just outrageously good. Outrageously good. Whereas for the same amount, you know, I could buy, looking at an attacker, I could buy Moments Baggio, who is just not as good as him, who is just not as good. Um, 
like granted Baggio will probably drop a little bit, but there's not enough of a gap between the uh, between the cards um for you to be convinced to try a different one. There needs to be I think this kind of like you know where moments are at. I think that should maybe be even though like they're mid kind of level or something like that. I, th- I think they really need to give it something more because price wise, I don't care if I have to spend a bit more on an icon, but it'd make those icon packs really exciting. Because say Loudrup, fantastic footballer. If he had a card that would really resembled as to how good he was as a footballer, you'd be like, holy shit, I've got Loudrup. That's sick. They all need to be good. Um, granted, there's players that don't always that don't suit the way that FIFA is played, um, just because of the way that it's a game. Like Inzaghi, for example, amazing striker, but you don't get that. That doesn't translate to FIFA. So they need to do something. That and that usually you know it's, it's pace boosts into it? stuff like that. You know that they're, they're called icons. They don't have to be hugely realistic. They don't have to be truly indicative of how they were as players. Just make them fun. Make them usable. Make them much much better. I think. But yeah, no, that's the thing. With moments, I think obviously the moments are they've given a good boost to some of them. But yeah, looking back, I think I was looking at Raúl there. Raúl looks very similar to Suarez. Um, and no doubt we're going to get better promo cards in the coming months as well. And an icon moments, just especially by the time Tots comes around, they're they're really. I mean, they they are usable still, but they're not the cards you want in your team anymore, really. Whereas a few years back, you wanted to get icons in your team because they were the best of the best. Whereas right now, they're more so in your team if you need some links here and there. That, at least for me, anyway. And Slate, for you, I know uh, you're a huge fan of using icons that maybe people wouldn't necessarily want to use. Um, but again, for you, do you think icons are good enough? And uh, for icon, what are your thoughts on the icon moments release uh, so far as well? Yeah, I mean, I totally agree with some of the things that the guys said here. You know, no icon should be quote unquote bad. Like, no, you should never get an icon and then be disappointed in the icon that you got, right? There should be there should be an allure, and there should be something so every every icon should have a value to it outside of even just its price category like there should be something really intriguing about trying to use every icon in the game and so i totally agree that we need to revamp some of the stuff because there are a lot of icons in this game that don't even get looked at by people um because they're immediately just considered there's no chance that they could be that good in the game uh and that's insane because these are some of the best players in world football they should have cards that are fun and intriguing to use in a video game right they they really should um, so in that regard, I do agree that they all need to be usable. I don't, I do actually not mind that they're very hard to attain. I think that that also adds to the value of the card. Like there should be something, there should be a reason why a card is fun to get or, or so unique or so rare. There's a reason why all of us can remember our best pack pulls from previous years. Cause they are such rare cards. And so I don't mind that it's really difficult to obtain some of these cards. I think it helps create that value and that, um, mystique around like an icon, uh, but I do agree they need to change. In terms of ones I want to use, I do like using random icons. You're very right, Bristow, I do. Uh, Ashley Cole, I think, would be a super fun card. I had his baby this year, and I loved him. I think he's amazing, um, and I would love to get his uh, his moments card. Stevie G looks really cool. Um, I, four-star week, but I think he'd be a fun card to use. And I'd love to try out Nakata. Little, little moments Nakata running around. Four-star, four-star, 95 shot power. Looks absolutely banjaxed. I, I had his baby using for 350-plus games. I'd happily try out a, a little little moments Nakata. So for me, I'm excited. I'd love if we get some really cool SPCs, but yeah, definitely don't say packs. You're not gonna you're not gonna just pack up. If it happens, it happens. It's a miracle. If it doesn't, don't think about it that way. They're just in the game, and if you find one, great. If you don't, no big deal. Yeah, I was uh, I was genuinely contemplating saving my packs one more day for the uh, for the drop of icon <laughs> moments, and then I was like, 
why am I being why am I being an idiot? I'm never gonna pack one. Um but yeah, I, I'm trying to think like yearly I probably pack I've never packed more than one icon in a year. I think last year I packed one right right at the end. Um but yeah, this year not packed a single icon. It is icons just I don't know, they are obviously they are hard to come by. And if you do pack one, regardless of what they are, you're gonna be buzzing because it is an icon. Um but yeah, the pack weight is uh I wouldn't say it's strange. I just feel like they should be a little bit more packable um, with how kind of good they are in game as well. Um, I mean, we do... I've packed an icon every year for uh, Seven Street FIFAs, but I guess you know it's to you know, build different. Those small hands are helping you out a little bit. <laughs> well, and Xbox controller hands. These are big. <laughs> these are meaty paws. These are not tiny <laughs> PS hand. Okay. I thought you said you got a customized controller to to fit you that was a private conversation how dare you bring that <laughs> okay. up well, we, we'll move on okay so uh right we've got two questions to finish up uh, finish up here from big wallow and short start i really like these questions to be fair i want to go with the first one from short start here it says is this the worst sheet we've had so far where ea pushes a nation slash league harder than anything so many french center back french midfielders even attack spcs and then obviously the best cards in every promo are from from the prem as well so basically kind of french players and then prem players always being the best do you think this year has been one of the worst for that? I'm going to go to go Robbie Slater and then Jack on this one. Robbie, for you, what are your thoughts on this? Yeah, 100%. I think we touched on it before the pod as well. Like, It's got to be something to do with like you've got Messi, Ronaldo, not Ronaldo, Messi, Neymar, uh, Mbappe there. So I was rocking them like what? Not like Just before team of the year, I had them up front. And people want to link them. So EA sort of capitalise on that. They want people to spend packs to try and pack players to link with them, maybe even pack them. So to put players in like that, it just incentivizes people to, to spend money, which at the end of the day, a business is what, that's what you want, people to spend money on your, your product. Um, but it's, yeah, like putting players in FPCs that are like French, League One, it's just, and Dombele, like there's no need for him, no need for him. Um, just mix it up a little bit. I know I'm a big fan of the Mkhitaryan, just he's Armenian, he's a place of Roma, like it's very different. Just do that, please. Like, we don't need any more, like, Savania cards or Laborde cards or anything like that. Um, it's even, like, players that aren't even usable, like Laborde again, promo cards and stuff. Like, I don't know. It's nice if, you know, to build your team around, but it's annoying at the same time. Like, Guri got a, got a Future Stars card. Like, just give it other players. I know with it's tough because with promos like Future Stars and stuff like that, you're going to give it to players that, deserve it and whatnot but you're not telling me there's players that, that don't deserve it like i think doku who got a, a foot birthday probably deserved future stars more to be honest i mean it's, it's still legal but at least he's belgian yeah i mean if, if you're a, if you're a french person who loves league and fifa yeah. is ultimate team is a game for you you're gonna you're gonna be buzzing all year round but plenty of options but it seems does seem weird again we've not had many kind of off league kind of promo players are going back to um for me i want i want to see off league promo players that are really really boosted up and really good to make you think about kind of changing the team around one card that i thought when it came out i was like this card could be really good off league not a big nation frank Ankapom has an amazing winter wild cards card but the issue is he's got literally zero links in his league as well so you kind of not ever you're never going to see him in teams or ever use really um but yeah they i mean obviously it's a business ea need to push the kind of their the kind of the popular leagues the popular players to make more money but it would be nice to see kind of additional options here and there so like for you 
do you think this year has been kind of really bad for it or do you think it's kind of same old same old no i mean it definitely feels more focused french wise than ever before you know two two years in a row i've been saying french and brazil french and brazil but brazil's even been left um on the on the side here compared to france france there's so many french promo and SBC players constantly if i think about it, like it's a, a ea controlled the narrative of the game so you know they've they've definitely made a decision that like they want to make the game easy for people in terms of you don't have to like really overthink your squad to craft it if you are on this french train will just continue to provide you cards and cards and cards that you can use all year. And that way an SPC comes out, it's French. And now all of a sudden a lot of people want to do it because it's so easily slots right into their team. They don't have to worry about looking at the transfer market or, or changing their team or anything like that. They can just very easily plug and play players in, um, which is boring. I mean, it, you know, at the end of the day, it's boring. Uh, it is really cool when you get a random card. It was really cool when they dropped, you know, rule breakers Fellaini. You know, you brought like a CSO, like it, it would be very cool if they continued to bring out very random cars you know i mean i think that applies to the nerds of us that are obsessed with foot but i think for the common consumer which maybe isn't as obsessed they go okay french player i need a french player this is so easy boom right in my squad so it's it's very much so vanilla very boring very stale but i don't think it's going to change anytime soon because i think it applies to the larger base of their consumers um than our than the people that are on this call yeah, I think the uh, for the for the for the average person again, the people who do uh, spend a lot of money on the game, it makes sense for them. And like I said, if EA are making more and more money by doing this, then it would be crazy of them not to keep going with the way they're going as well. And uh, Jack, for you, I know most things have been said already, but uh, are you agreeing here? Do you think this year has been really bad for it, or you kind of do you not think it's made too much difference? Yeah, so I've just done a very highly analytical uh, approach. I've just looked at footbin and search all specials, and then I went for a few of the nations. France has had basically no token special cards, uh, as in like an actual token, like a wild, wild card token or something, and they have had seven pages of special cards on Footbin. Like, England has had seven, but two pages of those are all crap cards or just token cards or whatever. Spain, similar story. Even Brazil, same story. has only got five pages. So that should tell you in itself that France has just been heavily heavily favored this year so much so that you know they've, they've got like what like 30 plus specials give or take more than other nations which is is a lot when you think about it because you know promo teams usually only have what 20 odd players give or take um so you can think the majority of those is gonna be a, a large group in each one that is french so yeah i'm fed up with it <laughs> yeah again it, it, it's been bad this year obviously i know going back to previous years like i mentioned too like france and brazil were kind of the main two um but they, this year's just gone to a whole another level and the last one here from uh big willow says the pool of players is decreasing rapidly basically the people playing the game mark has been dying all year where did ea go with the game for the rest of 22 and future releases not a gameplay question really but targeted at the overall experience of foot, leaving gameplay to one side. I think this is an important one too. I think a lot of people, maybe more so this year, moving away from the game. Obviously, I know all of us on the on the uh, podcast today play the game a lot, and I don't think we're we're getting fed up. But really, I mean, we sound like we're all enjoying it for the most part. Um, but I know a lot of people have been kind of slowly getting tired of the game, and maybe because. When you do the same thing over and over every single year, you're going to get tired of it regardless. Anyway, there might be one factor. Um, but Slate, I want to go to you first on this one. Do you think, um, kind of what do you think EA going to do for the rest of the cycle to keep people engaged with it? Um, and do you think 
Like, do you th- what? What would you say is an issue why people might be moving away from the game? I think people move away the game. They the same reason they do every year is that their team gets too good that they don't then have the coins um, necessary to upgrade particular players, and then they get bored and they move on from the game. I think that's kind of how it always goes for FIFA for a lot of people. Like their their team gets to a point where they are now using the same players for like a month, two months, and then all of a sudden, and there's no player that they can attainably get. Um, if they don't get a good pack and then they start to really get, you know, disinterested in the game. Uh, but I think that EA have done clearly have figured out a way that they can like, I thought a lot, a lot more people played FIFA in the tail end of last year, like July, August, September, than I can ever remember because they were dropping so many wild SBCs and so this like very easy grindable repeatable content. I think that the exact same thing will happen here. The real true like grinders of the game, people will always leave and always and, and jump off the game at some point, but they clearly have figured out some curve in terms of that they can continue to release really, really juice cards and then get to a point where everyone seems so good that they just, they say, Hey, look, just build the craziest team possible at the end of the year. And I think you'll see that again. We'll have these wild 85 times 10, these crazy repeatable packs, and it'll keep all of us that are really addicted to the game on the game for the last month, two months of the cycle. But I think the reality is that there will always be people that just don't sustain a full year of any game. And this is one of those, especially a sports-based game. Um, this is just one of those things that people will jump off the, the ship. Do you think the fact there is no Euros or say Copa America kind of big tournament this summer, do you think that's going to have an effect on FIFA? Uh, I guess it could potentially, maybe because if people are into watching the sport, they're more into playing the game. But I mean, yeah, I can't really worry about, I mean, you can't really, you know, do anything about that at the end of the day i think at the end of the day you are either addicted everybody that i know growing up playing fifa like the people that played fifa always there was always the same group that left the game at the same time around every year and there was always people that never left the game i feel like no matter what happened in fifa there's the guys that really just play the whole year and there's the guys that jump off in like march or april um it just seems like i think there's people that just have their own cycle of the game so i don't know if it's really that changeable i think what the only thing ea can change is can they keep you in that last month I think they did, a, they did a really good job of that last year and they're going to try and do it again this year too. Yeah, that'd be the most important thing. I've always felt like, again, especially between team of the year and team of the season, it's kind of a, it's a weird period, um, but everyone knows that once TOTS hits, a lot of people who kind of are fed up with the game will come back. And the, like I said, the main important thing is that they stick around after TOTS to keep the game going to the next cycle as well. Jack, I want to go to you next in this one. Um, what are your thoughts on kind of the, the what, what EA can do this year? Um, and do you think that EA going to have an issue when it comes to the summer as well? No. So I th- I think the problem with FIFA is that it is a hugely, hugely, hugely vocal minority. There is people that are like they've got no basis. Not this is one thing that I'm I'm weirdly passionate about on EA's side for some reason because I hate people when they say the game's dead. The game's dead. Shut up, Timmy. It's not dead. If you like, if you believe EA's numbers. Their like their numbers of the amount of people that play an ultimate team is growing every single year. The amount of people that played it from FIFA 12 to now is times by thousands. It is a huge, huge I mean, it is ultimate team now, really. They put all the focus into ultimate team, really. That is the main that is FIFA, if that makes sense. Um it's like career mode and the such, they're like the side modes now. Um it's not dying. It's not going to go anywhere. It's still, it's more popular than ever. There's more people playing than ever. Yes, the market is a strange one this year. 
I don't think that's bad, a bad thing at all. I think people are just, they get mardy when they lose coins. And generally, I just think people that play, there's a lot of people that play FIFA that moan about it. And they seem to be just like absolute masochists. Like they, they seem to enjoy being miserable or the, the fact that they're playing a game that's dying according to them. It's not dying. People are having fun on it. It's a great year. And the last couple of years, I think have been really good for casuals because players are cheap. Uh, you can play like maybe two weekend leagues and you get a great few players in. There's a lot of objectives that there wasn't before. In general, I think EA get a lot of flack for saying they're not doing the worst job. Yes, they, they have a lot of missteps, but realistically, I think there's a culture of negativity about the game now that needs to just go. It, there's no point at all because nobody gets anything out of it. Um, for me, I don't think they'll have a problem at all um, in the uh, in the summer, like Slater said, they know what worked. Last year was absolutely fantastic. It was great fun. I'd, the only thing I'd what I'd quite like to see change, perhaps in the later stage of the year, is give us more icon SP, like give us some more icon species, the big ones, a little bit earlier. Because the one thing that I do really miss about all FIFA's is FIFA 19 was my favorite FIFA ever because the icon species were so. Easy to go. I'm not going to say easy to grind because they were still quite pricey, but they felt worthwhile because I remember that year um, I had like R9, I had um, Hullet, Vieira, Dino, I had some big boys and it felt like I really, you know, once you'd finished the game cycle, you looked back at your team and you're like, holy shit, I've really achieved something here, having these icons and the, the huge special cards that there were. Uh, and they did the same, I think, somewhat last year. Obviously, we had that big Messi at the end and Ronaldo. There was a lot of good players. Uh, that you could grind towards quite easily. I think they'll just do the same again. I think they know what they're doing. I am on Team EA, and that is the only time I'll ever say that in terms of this. people saying this is a dying game because it is not. It's only going it, to... Maybe it'll stay the same size, but I think it is a huge game. It's like the, one of the best sellers every single year, and it is not going to change at all. Yeah, no, I, I think that's definitely a great goal, a great take there. I think... For the most part, again, EA, like I said, it's, it's a loud minority of people. And I think regardless of how what EA do and how the game is every single year, people will fade away and people will stop playing the game no matter what. But we don't know. We don't see the amount of people who are picking up the game every single year, the amount of new people that are coming in. And obviously, like we always say on the podcast, EA are a business, they're a company. They're doing things from their point of view very, very well. They're making more money year on year on year to them the game really isn't a bad place as much yeah. as people want to say it is. And Robbie, for you, I know we've kind of touched on a lot of things as well. For you, how do you say the kind of state of the game is currently um, and what do you kind of foresee happening for the uh, for the rest of this FIFA? I think the state of the game is fine. I think, I know a lot of people complain about the patch, but I think once you get used to it, it's not too bad. I think the earlier patch was actually probably a little bit better in terms of gameplay-wise, but strictly in terms of content, I think people have been spoiled by ea the last few years like if you look back at old fifas SBCs weren't a thing objectives weren't a thing people just expect something every day now which you know it's obviously amazing to log in and see something every day but the one day where we don't or there's something say if it's just a pack SBC or something people are kicking off i think people just expect too much and it's you can't always ride the wave of high you can't keep getting better every day there has to be weeks or days of, of lulls to, to enjoy the highs. If there were, it was always highs, the highs wouldn't be as high. I just keep saying the word high. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> we're getting, we're getting quite deep, deep around me. <laughs> yeah. He's so right, though. He's so right. 
yeah, you have to have weeks of like, you know, your silver stars and weeks like that, or the, like one of my favorite weeks of the year this year was the fact, you know, the squad foundations earlier on with like the, yeah. uh, the Eredivisie, was it? The yeah, Eredivisie, Liga Nos and the uh, championship year. Yeah, uh, I'm like I really enjoyed that, and then when a, a big promo week comes out, you know, you you enjoy it more having a week off, and it gives you a chance to rest. I know we said last time we were on the pod, we have gone from straight from Team of the Year into Future Stars. It's overwhelming at times, and I think people just want that content. But if you're looking at it from a casual point of view, like you don't, I know people want to be overloaded with it, but sometimes it just gets a little bit too much, especially when you are grinding it when Slater's completing 300 league SBCs a night I know he was he was wiped out for team of the year and going straight to future stars it, it takes a toll but just sit back look at it in like in isolation it's not in a bad place at all we're getting a lot of content compared to previous years the content is insane I know we, we we're a big hater more than anyone on like the SBCs that are coming out but if you enjoy the players you're gonna have fun using them just because they're not meta I'm, I'm talking at Slater directly. Go and complete him. Like, if you want a dumbling team, get him in. I might, I might do him for spite now, just to see. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I think just don't expect like an 85 times 10 SPC every day or something like that. But I will say, if that comes back at the end of the game, that'll keep people going. I know it was a, a fan favorite last year. Um, and before the season ends as well, I'd like to see more live stuff. Like what if I was a big fan of what if and showdown cards as well. I think that gets people watching real life football as I don't think is a bad thing if you, you're playing FIFA and never watch football and it, it gets you involved in that it's, it's never Strange a, a bad thing yeah <laughs> for me as well just a quick one it, there's nothing wrong with stopping playing the game you know people no. talk about it as though it's like the, the you know how dare you stop playing the game or oh my yeah. god people are stopping playing it there's nothing wrong with stopping playing a game it's, no. a, it's a long long grind I think a game that you know it's, it's not similar at all but Destiny, uh, me and Rob used to be huge fans yeah. of Destiny, we used to grind it all the time, and we just stopped playing it. There's nothing wrong yeah. with that. I could happily go back and play it again, but you just don't have to. If you don't want to play a game, you don't have to play a game. It's yeah. not like it's you hate nice. that, that game. No, it's yeah. it's they want to bring everybody down with them. I think there's a yeah. lot yeah. of um, I think you could do a whole podcast about like this, like the negativity inside, the yeah, the mental side of it, because like there are so many, and I think there's a lot of like big creators that are really at fault for it that do it every single year. They like hit a point in the game where instead of just like, I don't know, instead of just, yeah, stop playing or instead of moving on, they're just like game's dead, game's finished, game's bad. And they just start destroying the game. And then everybody that like people don't really formulate their own opinions a lot. They kind of look at like these people that influence them and they go, oh yeah, game is dead. And one day there's, yeah, there's no content. They go and the whole timeline's like non-tent, 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 shame. It's like, you got to relax. I mean, you can't expect that the game's going to be crazy. And I would argue that you could go on FIFA every single day and, and you could do two to three hours of stuff if you wanted to. You could find like, things to do, can't you? Everything. Like, you could go on the game every single day and do something. You may not, but there's always something to do, whether it's gameplay related, SBC related. Yeah. You're right. I mean, there's something to do every single day in the game. Um, I think a lot of big creators are at fault of that every single year. Um, instead of just moving on and playing different games, they feel the need to tear the game down as a way to justify their decision-making. I think it's really, really, uh, uh, it's just a huge negative and it's the, it's, it's unhealthy, the relationship yeah. that a lot of people have cultivated with this game. Yeah, They no, make I- their own problems, don't they? I think like, for me, that if I was to shout out one creator that's re- I think is actually really, really good um, is Manny. Um, this year, um, he runs, obviously it does, his huge, he's got like 50 odd million coins, but I think his, his attitude to the game is, is really quite admirable. 
he has fun on it. He doesn't really rage as much as he, he you know, he, he used to, obviously. But now he's he's much more calm about it. I think he does different teams. He tries out different cards, and obviously it's easy when you've got that many coins. But equally, a lot of these content creators that do shout out the game for being dead is the same guys that are using, you know, the same meta team every single week on, you know, and doing dead content. You know, if you like, if you want to make, you can make your own fun. Just you don't have to. You just need to. It's something about your mindset. You need to change your mindset. I know this year, I still get angry at the game, but I'm far less, worried, you know, whether it's a matter of growing up or whatever, but I'm far less angry about the game than I used to be, you know, say three or four years ago, um, because it is a game at the end of the day. It's like Slater said, you could do a whole thing on this. It's the mental side of FIFA is, is completely, it's a, it's a very strange game. that I've, I've never seen a game like it that's had such a strange effect on people's mental health and also um, people really wanting to project their own opinions onto some other people. Yeah, I think we've got to a point maybe with the one thing is that going back, like I said, going back to the old FIFAs, we never got this much content ever. And I think because EA slowly ramped up the kind of the amount of content we get to a point now where we do get stuff every single day, that when you get used to that, it's like a, um, I'm trying to think of like a, it's like a habit, kind of habit-forming thing is that you log on every day expecting something. And then when you get, finally get that one day when there is something that you expect, then you complain mm. and then you forget like about Pavlov's dogs, all the other it? stuff. Yeah, that's what, that's what I was going to say, Pavlov's dog. I thought it was why I didn't want to mention it. Um, <laughs> be completely wrong. But yeah, you get to the point where you just expect it every single day. And like I said, that then you do need those days that are kind of quiet, that don't have anything to then experience a high. Again, the main thing is like a roller coaster. If you're on a roller coaster that stays high the entire time, it's just a bit you don't enjoy you don't enjoy it you need those you need those bad days you need those down days to really um experience the good things but i think today it's been a great talk especially on the end as well um i think sometimes it is kind of you are pushed to find people who are really positive about the game uh, i know at times everyone does have their kind of bad days with it and everyone's got their good days too but obviously we all still play it a lot and there must be a reason to play the game again everyone's got their reason to play fifa and I think you've really just got to try and find what your reason why you play the game is. And if you are pushed to find a reason why you actually play FIFA, then you haven't got to play it. There, there, no one is forcing you to play the game as well. We're going to go through our guest today. Where you can find him? Slater first. Slater, where can people find you? Uh, Slater AC on everything. Twitch, Twitter, TikTok. I think at this point, if you just search my name, even though there's some need an underscore, you'll just my thing will come up. So I'm very happy with that. Uh, even though people have stolen my straight Slater AC title. So yeah, find me on Twitter every day, daily contributes. Um, what we're talking about right now, I'll tell you what's in the game. And then I stream about six days a week uh, over on Twitch. So go check me out there. It'd be uh, greatly appreciated. And Slater, what is your current thing on stream right now for uh, people listening to? What have you currently got going on with your streams? Uh, yeah, I'm doing a thing called Sub Love Month. I appreciate you asking. It is a, it is a giveaway at the end of the month. You don't have to actually be a subscriber to take place in it either, but it's just a, a great way of giving back to the community that's given so much to me. So we're doing a huge promo where I'm like drinking, gifting subs, VIPs, um, doing cameo videos. There's a lot of stuff going on um, in an end of month giveaway. So if you want to get involved with that, you can go check out the channel that there too. Good. Thank you for asking, Bristol. No worries. I I definitely enjoy that every single year as well. It's a, a great idea from you as well. And uh, the boys from Backpage Gaming, where can people find you? I'll, I'll let you decide who speaks for this one. Go on, Oh, oh. oh. <laughs> too shy, too shy. Okay, so <laughs> you can find us at Backpage Gaming on absolutely everything. We're on Twitch, YouTube, Twitter and TikTok, same name across all socials. Come and find us out. Have a good time. We uh, we stream. We try to stream every now and again. Um, but yeah, come and check us out. 
thank you for having us, Mr. Bridgestone. And what kind of content can people find on your YouTube as well? What do you specialize in? <sighs> Just a bit of everything, really. We, we, I think we try and make a lot of different videos, kind of try and have a bit of a chat, make it casual. Um, custom tactics. I know, you know, we, we, we love a custom tactics video, squad builders, things that me and Robbie have always enjoyed doing, and um, player views as well. So, pretty much the most generic FIFA YouTubers you can imagine. But there's two of us, so it's different. Exactly, yeah. Well, these <laughs> boys have been on it as well, been on the channel. So, yes. Yeah. Cool. Thank 2.5K subs now. Yes, thank you. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, Unbelievable here today. Um, but yeah, definitely worth checking out both these guys as well. And uh, again, a reminder, podcasts are out every single Monday. You can follow us over on Twitter as well at Footsec Pod. If you do want to ask questions to be featured on the podcast as well, make sure you reply to our tweets over on there. Thank you very much, guys, for listening and uh, see you soon. Thank you.